Welcome to Season 5, Episode 12 of the Family Travel Australia Podcast. We are Paul, Katie and Jasper from the Feel Good Family. Join us as we explore this great country, Australia, its people, places and cultures. Yes, welcome to the Family Travel Podcast where we share the latest in RV, industry news, road trip, travel, caravanning, camping, product reviews, where to go, what to do, what to see and so much more. Thanks for joining us. Thank you indeed. This week we are bringing you our Tassie wrap-up. That's right, it's the best of the best, including the best experiences, destinations, food and beverage, free camps, low-cost campsite, full hookup site, wildlife experience, overall best location location and Jasper's number one. Yes, as well as all the apps, maps and resources that we use to get the most of our time touring around Tassie for almost three months. And in the newsroom, we share the National Tourism Award winners that we absolutely love and we can vouch for. Mm -hmm. Wowzers, so much to get through in this awesome episode on Tasmania. I am going to preface this and say these decisions did not come lightly. No. It is very hard to choose the best of in a state where just about everything and everywhere is amazing. Isn't that true? It is so true. All right. Before we get into it, a bit of a shout out for us. If you haven't already subscribed to our channel, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Subscribe, or if you're listening to this podcast on one of the uh, many free directories around the world, please do leave a comment. Yes. Give us a review. Give us five stars if you love us. Every little bit helps sharing our content further and wider with more people, which is what we are so passionate about. That's it. If uh, If you do love us and you want to give us a virtual hug, then press the share button. We love hugs. Yes. Okay, there you go. All right, so we've got quite a lot to get through. So I'm going to try and just give you the award winner from our version of the best of the best, Mm -hmm. and then Katie can give you a little snippet around some of it as well. Hopefully not talk too much, Dale, like I normally do. No. Now, the number one thing to know if you're going to Tasmania is to get yourself a National Parks Pass. Yes, absolutely. It is crucial. You will need this. Tasmania is covered in national parks. No matter where you are, within an hour or two drive, you can be exploring one of these incredible national parks. So you will need this pass. The best thing is that there are different passes for different time frames, different situations. If mm-hmm. you're travelling on the Spirit of Tasmania, they offer a discounted pass, so yes. pick it up there on the way over. Great advice. We picked up a two-month vehicle pass. That's exactly it's what it is. It's called a holiday pass. Yes. Yeah, and you can get these for a different length of time depending on your needs, but you will need it. And when you're visiting these national parks in Tasmania, There is no doubting where this money from these passes goes because they are incredibly well-maintained. Some of the best national parks around the country in terms of their interpretive signage, their facilities, the Mm. beauty that they have put in infrastructure. Excellent. Now, I think the two-month holiday pass is $80. Mm -hmm. The annual pass is $90. So there's not a lot of movement there. I mean, it really depends on how long – 
Can you spend in Tassie? Mm-hmm. How long have you got? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Here we go. And that's it, I think. What we've realised is that there is so much more for us to come back and see, mm. uh, you know, and thank you for those of you out there who've added those comments in, hey, you guys missed this, Boat Harbour or, you know, and then we're like, wow, that looks pretty amazing. We yeah. Just, we did miss it. Hey, that's another really good tip before we get into our, our winners list. We hear this, we see it in the groups where people have a week up their sleeve, two weeks, a month. It doesn't matter what it is, a shorter time frame and they're going to whip around the state. They're going to try and see it all. Mm -hmm. Our advice would be don't do that because there's so much that you'll miss and you'll be exhausted and you really won't get the best out of it. Pick a region. Okay, we've got a week this time. We are going to tackle the East Coast and do that really well because there'll still be things that you miss. Yeah. And then go back. Tassie is one of those places that will keep calling you. You'll want to explore more. The more we go, the more we realise there is so much more for us to see. So do that rather than try and see it all at once. Excellent. And if you have been watching and following along over the last good couple of months around Tassie, you will have seen Katie has created these free drive itineraries, these quick e-guides. They're a couple of pages long. They're free downloadables on our website, mm-hmm. thefeelgoodfamily.com. Alternatively, if you would like to get a comprehensive guide, they're available. They're all 20 plus pages, Mm. jam-packed, beautiful photography, amazing information that you really won't find in all those other guides. They're available for $11.95. And drum roll, please. We need a drum roll. We do have one. I'm not sure where it is. Uh, (laughs) Don't press the buttons. (laughs) I could go bad. We have bundled it. We we did get asked this by a number of people who were watching, hey, what if I want to buy two, three or more mm-hmm. of the eight that are available? So we've bundled it all together. I say we, I mean, Katie, 160 plus pages of absolute Tasmanian bliss. Yes. And that's $26.95. It's a bundled pack. The whole shebang, doll. Yeah, you'll love it. All right, check that out at our website. Mm-hmm. Okay, no more talking on that. Let's get on with the show. Best free camp. Oh. My favourite. Yes. Friendly Beaches, part of the Freysenay National Park on the stunning east coast of Tasmania. You will need your parks pass to be able to go and camp, but it is free and can cater for rigs of any size in this particular campsite. Although you will want to arrive early, it is a local's favourite. It is very popular. Don't leave it to the late afternoon like we did to pray that there will be a site available for you. Get in early. Absolutely fluked it. We jagged the very last site. Great advice, Katie. Get there early. And when we say early, 11 a.m., by about 10, 10.30, people are habitual. They're used to having to leave a paid or unpaid site by that time. Rock in around 11, 11.30 mm-hmm. just before lunch is probably our best advice. Yes. We love the rugged coastline here, the changing weather. We had beautiful perfect sunshine we had a storm roll in jasper chasing me on the beach and vice versa Mm -hmm. i loved it it was the best father-son moment on our trip in tassie he was just buzzing it's always the best when you get to share that joy in in your little ones isn't it oh it so is and this campground is a great blend of feeling really remote and also very close it's half an hour to bishano probably 20 minutes down into the 
stunning Freycinet National Park where the hazards are, Wineglass Bay, there's Coles Bay. So you've got access to so many places, but you still feel like you're, you know, you're on the edge of the world, mm. which you kind of literally are. Yes, and it's called Friendly Beaches. Yes. <laughs> it was. All right, let's do it. Uh, low cost, best low cost campsite. Oh, yes. Okay, Stanley. Up there in the northwest, again, one of our favourite places in Tasmania with that incredible nut that rises out of the ocean, that core of a volcano. The Stanley Recreation Grounds right mm. next to the golf course, 10 bucks a night. Or you can stay for seven and only pay for five. Bloody awesome. It was Bargain. so good. A massive grassy paddock area. Rock in, choose your own site. You can even have access to water. We saw lots of campers joining hoses together to be able to refill their tanks. There's a dump point right there on site and you can walk into town or straight down onto the beach. Yes, and you can also access the beach in your four-wheel drive there. Super cool. Ripper of a spot. Awesome. All right, best full hookup. That is a the best full-paid campground. Mm-hmm. Hands down for us is the NRMA Port Arthur down there on the beautiful Tasman Peninsula. We're mm-hmm. right down the very southeast now of the state. This is just such a perfect blend, again, of all of those little luxuries you enjoy when you're at a caravan park in this incredibly stunning bush environment. I mean, it is literally on the Mm. World Heritage listed site adjoining the Port Arthur historic site. So just fantastic bush, the bay walking down there. Yeah, it's surrounded by water. Stunning. And all the conveniences that you would expect. What I loved most about this caravan park is that the sites are all tiered and they are so well spread out there's not a chance you feel overcrowded there's not a chance you can hear your neighbors every campsite has a huge fire pot so cool and the wildlife is in abundance it ticks all the boxes yes yeah and it's really great value yes and the convenience store is actually convenient it's got yes. the stuff that you need yeah and i mean the tasman peninsula we mm. love this region of tassie so it's a great base to get out and explore everything that is on offer down there you can even get wine from reception yes you can believe us <laughs> and firewood delivered yes look it's great all right let's move on best foodie experience outdoor mel shell oyster shack Look, we loved it so much. If you're watching on YouTube, we even bought ourselves some glasses from Mel Shells. They were only $7. Isn't that a bargain for a branded little cup? And it's plastic. And it's got a little thumb hold, so it's ergonomically (laughs) delicious to drink from. This is such a quirky, cute, unique little outdoor eating experience. Again, it is where the locals go for their fresh seafood. They are renowned for the best oysters there on the east coast of Tasmania. Mm. Stop in, have a few nights at Swansea so that you can go and visit Mel Shell. We loved the cook your own kebabs at your own table overlooking the Swan River. We had a glass of wine in one of these sweet little glasses from the winery around the bend called The Bend. (laughs) There was nothing not to love about this experience. I think what is so great about it is that there really wasn't anything fancy about it. You know, it's certainly not that. It's a a very casual, rustic experience. A little retro blue caravan now turned into the, I guess, the storefront. 
Yeah, a shucking room with a big glass uh, window so that you can see the action happening. And then you sit out and you look over the oyster farm. It's amazing. Love it. All right. Thank you, Mel Shelves. Can't wait to go back there. I know. <laughs> this is the trouble when we t- start to talk about food and wine. Is I can hear my tummy rumbling already. <laughs> All right. Best foodie experience indoor, harvest and light. <gasps> yes. Thank you, Cassie. Again, a really unique experience. This is located in Jeeveston. We are now south of Hobart down in that beautiful Huon Valley. Oh, my goodness, the fresh mm. produce down here. What Cassie has done with her art gallery and her picklery is so unique and you can stop in, purchase a multitude of her amazing pickled delights, treat yourself to a platter like what we did that features Cassie's beautiful products, local mm. Tassie cheeses, of course, local Tassie wine. And she has this blackboard where she puts all of the different producers' names up there as a way of recognising them, mm-hmm. thanking them and sharing their information with all of her clients. There is this collaborative foodie culture mm-hmm. in Tassie that we have not seen anywhere else. Oh, my God. Take me there right now. In fact, so good. I emailed with Cassie this morning because we're like, we need some of your amazing products. Please send us some. So I think we're going to get a little surprise delivery, which will be fantastic. Love it. Okay. Let's get on to the best takeaway now. We've spoken about Tasmanian seafood through every single episode during our time (laughs) here. And this is regarded as the best sushi experience in Australia, including the mainland. Yes. You will be ruined after you visit him. We guarantee that you will never be able to eat sushi anywhere else again. Masaki, he is a neighbour of Cassie down there in Jeeveston. Mm. Not only is he... This lovely Japanese man who fell in love with Tasmania and has now created this incredibly successful sushi business Mm -hmm. down there in the south. What he creates is like artwork. It is. It's almost too pretty to eat. When the boys came home with this massive box of sushi and took the lid off, all I did was take photos of it. I was like, this is amazing. How are we going to eat this? It's so beautiful. And, of course, it's fresh. He goes out, catches his own fish. He dives for his own seafood. He, again, works with other producers in the area to get the freshest produce that is in season at the mm-hmm. right time and creates masterpieces. Yeah, look, you can also Google Masaki. He's the famous surfing sushi chef. Try saying that quickly surfing three times. sushi chef. <laughs> sushi. <laughs> Hails from Osaka in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh the language actually is a family that we have been tackling on our travel days, learning together, including Jasper. Hi. Hi. He's Japanese. And so that was very cool as well. Jasper tested out some phrases with him. Yes. And uh, it was a beautiful moment captured on our, our cameras. And if you want to check that out, you can see that on our Feel Good Family channel on YouTube as well. Awesome. Oh, my mm. goodness. We've got to stop talking about food. I think we've got more food coming up. Okay, here we go. Best water experience. Mm, Well, for those of you who have been, that's right, watching our YouTube episodes or listening to our podcasts for some time now, you'll know we love a good water experience. We Mm. are water people. We love being by the water on the ocean, on the rivers. Finding a good water hole. 
Yes, we love it. So this one, without doubt, was our NR, our Gordon River River. Cruise. Yes, down there in Strawn. So now we're over on the west coast of Tasmania within that World Heritage listed environment, the Gordon Franklin Rivers National Park. This is Mm. some of the most stunning, pristine environment you are ever going to experience. And that Gordon River, my goodness, it is amazing. This experience experience is world class. Yeah, I was about to say that. We felt like we were in a business class Mm -hmm. environment, the way we (laughs) waited on and fed, you know, ocean trout from that local area Mm -hmm. down there. And then the view from the floor to ceiling glass windows. Mm -hmm. Wow. Whisper mode. They, they actually have a hybrid cruise vessel that Mm -hmm. is so luxurious. And then they turn the diesel engines off and you just slowly cruise down the Mm. Gordon river. Wow. It is one of those, those big bucket list items. It's definitely one of those spoils. But if you are on the West Coast, Mm. you must do this. You get out into this wilderness. You also have the opportunity to get off the boat a number of times and immerse yourself into that environment and, of course, step onto Sarah Island, which is Tasmania's oldest penal colony settlement, which in itself is incredible. Love it. Love everything about it. Okay, best land experience. (gasps) Yes, awesome tour that we did out of Hobart with Andy from Walk on Kunanyi mm-hmm. with that incredible Kunanyi Mount Wellington that basically towers above the city of Hobart. This is something that we've wanted to do for a long time and we didn't have the opportunity to experience Mount Wellington when we were first in Tasmania in 2020 due to the lockdowns with COVID first hitting the world. So to be able to not just drive to the summit, which of course you can do and the majority of people visiting the city would probably do and it's very well to do that, but to get into the mountain with somebody like Andy who mm. Paul said, you know, he grew up, this was his backyard. He grew out of the mountain basically like and that. he is so passionate about it and offers a number of different tours. Just an awesome experience for all three of us. Yes, there's a, a number of different tours you can do. We chose in Darwin's footsteps, retracing the original expeditions and attempts to reach the summit by Charles Darwin back there in the early 1800s. It was amazing. Fantastic. It was so educational, so engaging. All right. Love we, it. Look, we buzzed about this tour for days afterwards and caught ourselves just randomly starting conversations around, oh, wasn't that fascinating when Andy da 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 So it's definitely one of those experiences that will stick with you and you'll tell everybody like we have been. One last thing, on the particular tour we chose, it's a hop-on, hop-off. So you're chauffeured around by Andy Mm. and you hop off it and on at different points. And because the walks are then only like 30 minutes each and short form, Jasper really enjoyed it. He was engaged the whole time as well. Yes. Yeah. So good. So it's great for families as well. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. Okay. Best history experience. Mm -hmm. This was a- Pretty easy. It was a really easy one. And when you take into account how much incredible history and heritage Mm. there is here in Tasmania, the Port Arthur historic site down there on the Tasman Peninsula, 
I really had no idea. I, I totally mm. underestimated what to expect from this experience. It's incredible. Your ticket gives you two days, mm. two consecutive days to go back and you'll want to use that because the site is massive. It's I mean a hundred acres. Yes. Wow. And you know, we all we see the 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 pictures, the images of, oh, you know, the famous, the penitentiary, and you kind of think that that's what it is. And then there is so much more. This was a an entire village. Oh, absolutely. I mean, over 12,500 convicts passed through it during its time. Uh, I think there was 2,500 actual residents. Mm-hmm. There's over 30 buildings that you can walk in and around. Mm. And it is wow. so incredibly preserved and maintained and accessible for all. And they even have, you know, those little wombat buggies to make it accessible for people with mobility devices That's a or good in point. wheelchairs. You can phone ahead if you actually require additional assistance mm. and they will organise that for you. Yeah, they basically will, will do what they can to make sure that everybody can get in and experience this site. And it, the history and the stories are just goosebump kind of stuff. Yeah, totally. Mm. And and there's some really great educational inclusions for mm. kids. As dark as the history is, they have cleverly presented a card system that allows kids to get a playing card, like from a deck of cards that have been perfectly produced to tell the stories of different convicts or different kids that were there. Uh, and that way the kids can actually find their character on the card, and it's a real character, real yeah. stories, but it engages the kids really well. Mm. They nailed that. Yeah, they really did. And, of course, in such a beautiful setting. Yeah, Tasman Peninsula, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, best wildlife experience. Again, a hands-down easy one for us to choose. Yes, the Pennicott Wilderness Journeys. Mm-hmm. We've been so fortunate to do two of their cruises across our visits to Tasmania and Look, let's be honest, we're basically trying to work our way through their offering because they do have quite a number of different tours that you can choose from. The Tasman Island cruise that we first did in 2020 from the Tasman Peninsula was our number one wildlife experience Mm -hmm. of all time and has been up until this visit, and now I think we have a tie because we did the Wine Glass Bay cruise with them. Fence sitting, she's fence oh, sitting. I totally am. We saw that incredible pot of dolphins. Mm-hmm. What we love about Pennicots is their sustainability, environmental focus, and they're, they're actually walking the talk and they're leaders in this field and they are passionate about what they mm. do. They're not just out there saying, oh, yeah, we do all of this good stuff for the environment. They're actually doing it. I think too. I mean, they are. They're world leaders as far as being conservation champions. You know, the perfect custodians. Yes. Really of the environment. But their level of care to every passenger on board. Mm. I mean, yeah, amazing. We've only got four more of their tours to do now. We do. Look, we have told so many people to go and do these different tours with Pennycotts and – We've never heard any bad feedback about the experience. Everybody raves about it. You are so right. That was amazing. I think their boats too are purpose-built to withstand those changing environments, the Mm. rugged coastline that can be, you know, fortunately for us on the wine glass bay to us, you know, a half a metre swell to five, six metre swells, you know, but they, they make it all work. 
Yeah, they're amazing. amazing. And look, no matter where you are around Tassie, just pick one of their tours yeah. and do it. You will be so thankful. If you're on the mainland down there in Victoria, you can head to Wilson's Promontory. They've got a cruise out of there mm-hmm. as well. Awesome. Have to add that to our list. Oh. Yes. Okay. Best free experience. Love a freebie. Yes. For me, this was ticking off a, a little bit of a bucket list item as well, and that was our walk around Dove Lake in Cradle Mountain National Park. This was many, many years, 20 more so years, maybe My. just under, in the dreaming for me to be able to do this and then to get to do it on my birthday with my boys. I hiked that almost 7Ks with a massive smile on my face. The environment is so incredible. Yeah. It's free. Yes, of course, you need your National Parks Pass, but you've already got that sorted. It doesn't get better than that. You're alive. You're in the environment. There is something about Cradle Mountain. There is a reason why it ticks seven of the ten requirements to become World Heritage listed. Most other places that are World Heritage listed around the globe meet one of those criteria. Cradle Mountain meets seven. You can feel it when you're there. Look, it is – one of only two places in the world. It's the world leading World Heritage listed site. Yeah. Uh, they they have this board there that shows all the changing environments. You know, perfect and beautiful one moment, and then deadly the next. Mm. You know, it can be four seasons literally in one day. But the part that I loved, it says this place is extraordinarily beautiful. Mm. It it is. Yeah, it really is. And mm. again, it's got such a great story with those early pioneers in, you know, the very early 1900s who you can see the imagery of them climbing in their, you know, their beautiful suits that they wore back then and the ladies in their full dresses. and their dresses. Yes, their button-up boots. They saw the beauty in this place and basically proclaimed that it needs to be open to the people forevermore. It is actually in the centre of 1.4 million hectares of World Heritage Listed Area. Yeah. I mean, Tasmania is predominantly World Heritage Listed. It is an amazing, amazing place. It is. We love this island state. Yes. Can, can you, you tell? Can you tell? All right. <laughs> uh, best National Park. Okay. We promised ourselves that we would not be fence-sitters when we were debating this list, agreeing on items. We're totally being fence-sitters now. There's not a chance that you can choose the best national park on an island state that is basically covered in extraordinary, beautiful, epic, rugged national parks. Mm -hmm. And why would we even try to choose one? It's just not possible. We started, you know, listing them out, Freycinet and then the Southwest and then Cradle Mountain and there are so many. Mm. Just visit as many as you can when you are in Tasmania because they are all beautiful in their own way. They are all epic and rugged in their own way. They're all way. different. I mean, we even got to have a couple of days out at Mount Field National Park. We didn't even cover it in mm. our episodes. It's just stunning. Uh, and there's another half a dozen of those that we haven't visited. Oh, so, so we've got so many national parks. It has parks. to be a fence-sitting moment. But yes. The, yeah, I think the, the bottom line is get out and see see them, see as many as you can mm. in your time. And if you have a definite favourite, 
If you have one that stood out above all of them, then please do let us know. Yeah, very good. All right, best human interaction. Tasmanians, as a a generalisation, are very friendly, easygoing. They all pull out their map or or say, give me your map, mate, and then they mark it up if you've been here and then they give it back to you. And this is a common thread. Oh, for sure. It's friendly. But we had to choose one that was an experience through that interaction. Greg Duncan. Wow. From the wall. Look, if you're going to Tassie, no doubt you'll have plenty of people say to you, you've got to go to the wall. You'll Mm -hmm. meet the locals. Have you been to the wall? You've got to go to the wall. Go to the wall. It will literally blow your socks off. You will be so amazed and in awe of what one man, Greg Duncan, has created here. It is an artwork on a scale and a scope like nothing we have ever seen before. Yeah, I mean, it's 100, one by three metre tall, one metre wide panels of human pine that he has carved out these spectacular pieces of artwork. It took him over 10 years to create mm. 100 metres. I mean, it's, it is hard to really understand until you see it. Yes, it is one of those places that you do need to go and experience it in person to really understand the, the epicness, the scope, mm. the, the amount of work that has gone into this. I can also say, as far as one person inspiring millions of people mm-hmm. because of what he faced, the challenges he and his family faced during those times when he, he came home from his job, he was an electrician mm. uh, working on, on a mine site, and he said to his wife, I've thrown my job. She's like, what? And he's, you know, it was a young family. And he said, I'm, I'm going to be a sculptor. I'm, I'm going to actually do this wall. He never picked up a chisel. Incredible. <laughs> you know, it's a little bit mad, isn't it? It is extraordinary. Extraordinary. Yeah. Okay. Thank As you, As is Greg. he, yes. He is. Uh, we got to sit and then have a couple with him. Mm. And goosebump good. It just, you know, to get to really get an insight into he, him as a person mm. and his family life was just – Brilliant. An absolute pleasure. Yeah. Hopefully, and he was working on the front door. I mean, talk about humble. Yeah. yeah. He, he, we didn't even know who he was. Yeah, he just said, oh, I'm Greg. We said, oh, hi, we're Katie and Paul. Oh, hi, I'm Greg. We're like, are you the are you Greg? The Greg? Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Okay, here we go. We have now got our overall number one place. Okay, this is uh, proof that we don't always agree. Hard to believe. Agree to disagree, (laughs) but for many valid reasons. What's your number one overall place, Paul? My number one is definitely Freysonay. Stunning. It really ticks all the boxes, the wildlife, the environment, best pizza on the island. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't that good? Geograph? Yes. Yeah, Geograph. Um, Make sure you visit those guys in Coles Bay. Love that. Uh, Friendly beaches as Mm. a campground. Mel Shells is just around the corner. The Hazards, Wine Glass Bay, mm. Pods of Dolphins, mm. Perfect Beaches. Yes. Oh, wow. Uh, honestly, the East Coast gets all the rap when you look online and from visitors. This is the jewel in the crown of the East Coast. Yes, it is. And it it's also perfectly located to get yourself a little bit further afield to experience Mariah Island, for example, which wow. definitely deserves a mention mm. in how spectacular and unique 
that experience is and was and should also be on your list if you're headed to Freycinet. Yeah. What about you, Katie? What did you pick? I picked the southern Hobart region, including the incredibly beautiful, take me there, I want to go and live there right now, Huon Valley. I just love this region. Again, there is so much on offer. I think the standout from this area for me is the abundance of incredibly fresh produce, farmers, Mm -hmm. that collaboration between them all to deliver incredible foodie experiences. The beaches down Cockle Bay. Stunning beaches, rolling green farmlands, that Huon River that mm-hmm. just runs right through this region is just incredible. Mm. Cockle Creek, I meant, actually. Cockle Creek, yeah. yes. There is so much to love about the south of Hobart. So, yes, there you go, our two favourite regions in Tasmania. Do you know, out of all of Tasmania, if I was choosing a place to live, mm. it would be the southern region. Southern or Tasman the Tasman Peninsula. Peninsula. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We might need a few places. Yeah, you know, help us out. Help us out. <laughs> oh my gosh, by, by our itinerary. I feel like we're uh, we're we're falling back into the national park trap of we you are. know. In a minute, we'll be like, oh yeah, but we we could also live there and there. Hey, uh, Jasper's best experience. Oh yes, this was quite an easy one. He was boom when we asked him. The West Coast Wilderness Railway running on the west coast, of course, out of Queenstown or Strawn. We didn't get to ride the train this time around. They very amazingly were very fully booked but also suffering some impacts of uh, fewer staff and recovering after COVID. Mm. When we rode with them in 2020, it was awesome. This is a world-class experience. In fact, we've labelled this as the best train experience in Australia that we have done to date. Yes, if you can do this, do it from Queenstown and do the half-day Rack and Gorge tour that we did. You'll get to experience the Rack, rack and, and pinion. pinion section of the track where the train basically climbs the mountain, which is hard to believe is even possible. Love it. And we were also in the dining car. Yes, that a helps. bit fancy. It we was. don't really do things by halves, do we, doll? Isn't that great? It was my birthday, I think. The guy's like a full butler and... It was your birthday then as well. Mm. Seems to be a running theme. <laughs> Do the best things on your birthday. Number one bucket list. Uh, this one really is a, about you, Katie. Uh, again, it was your birthday. It was a bucket list that we didn't get to do due to COVID global pandemic when it first hit on our first trip back there in 2020. Mm-hmm. So to be able to get to Cradle Mountain. Oh, just incredible. Yep. Just amazing. As I mentioned earlier, it has been a dream for Many, 16 years, I think, that I've wanted to get to Cradle Mountain and really just immerse ourselves in that environment and do the walks. And it is magical and there are loads of options. We actually left the van in Launceston for a few nights, which was so nice to really spoil ourselves with a couple of nights in a hotel room. Not have to tow around that incredibly steep, windy mountain ranges. Look, most of Tassie is that. You know, once you get out of the heartlands and mm-hmm. get onto the fringes, it's it's all like that. So it's definitely doable. But gee, it was nice to have a break from the from the towing. Yeah, for sure. Mm. And look, if you you only have a minute and you're wondering, gosh, like Tassie sounds amazing everywhere, and where do we go? Go to Cradle Mountain. It wouldn't matter what season True. you visit. 
We were there in the height of summer and it was spectacular. Mind you, it was still minus three degrees the morning that we did the walk around Dove Lake. Summer. Yes. So being there at any time of the year, the wildlife, the enchanted forest walk. Wow. So much beautiful environment and so good for your soul. Food was fantastic at the hotel as well. And there was was. five different lounge areas to sit in front of a roaring fire. Mm. Amazing. So good. So good. All right. We even had a romantic dinner for three. (laughs) (laughs) It is so good though. Yes, we did. Yes. All right. Now we're going to quickly run down. I'm going to read these through. Mm-hmm. And again, you can check out our website, thefeelgoodfamily.com or our Feel Good Family YouTube channel if you want to get all of the detail of these apps, maps and resources. Mm-hmm. Apps, wiki camps. Mm-hmm. If you've been camping for any period of time, you'd probably already have that best $7 you'll ever spend. Yeah. Willy Weather, probably our safest bet as far as getting the weather right most of the time. Mm. East Coast Tourism in Tasmania actually has their own app. Mm, Yes, that's right. It features all of the attractions, caravan and campgrounds, you name it. Anything to do that's on the East Coast within that Mm -hmm. regional tourism area is on their app, which is great. Really great job, guys. Trail Forks. Okay, this is fairly new to us and it is awesome. Check that out. Trail Forks, really, once you open that app. It'll make sense. Free version as well. Maps, Google Maps, obvious. We just find that's a bit better than our Apple Maps. Yes. A bit safer. Yeah, for sure. And, of course, we do use SciGid, although we mostly used Google Maps in Tassie because, let's face it, just about every road is that windy and mountainous that, you know, there's not really finding a a better route for larger (laughs) vehicles. You just go with what you've got. Kate's really referencing Psyge, which is S Y G I C, Psychic. It allows you to put in the parameters of your vehicle or vehicles, so width, weight, height, length, so that you can then use those filters to save yourself a bit of heartache mm. or possibly a yeah, headache anyway, mm. where you're going to hit a low hanging bridge or something is going to, you know determine that you need to try and reverse out of a yeah. situation. It's just terrible. We've we've had that happen to well, us. Yeah, so we have been there. Psygig is, uh, is worth a look. And a quick tip there, every three months or so, certainly around Christmas, mm. there's a really great discount on this app. I think it's normally around 47% discount, half price. Oh, it's so worth the value for money is amazing. Okay. And then the other two would be the wine trails mm-hmm. and also <laughs> Tasmanian travel and touring map. Awesome, massive map that you can get the kids involved and touch and feel and point out where you're going to go. Yeah, for sure. And it lists all of those number one attractions and and other places that you may not even know are there and they're all there printed on this map. So a great one. And the Wine Trail maps and also the Tasmania Travel and Touring maps are available free on board the Spirit of Tasmania at the Tourism Hub. That's also where you get your discount on your National Parks Pass. Yes. It's a good reminder. Yes, just awesome. Okay, resources. Again, we'll direct you back to our website, thefeelgoodfamily.com. So much good stuff, so much free stuff Mm. on our website. But you can download those free quick guide road trip itineraries from our Tasmanian touring. Yes. Or again, that bundle pack now with over 160 pages, jam-packed, bargain, $26.95. 
yeah, full of everywhere that we stayed, everywhere that we visited, all the tours that we did, the experiences, the paid stuff, the free stuff, all the good stuff, plus heaps more in those guides. Wowzers. Okay. Now, if you want to jump onto our Feel Good Family YouTube channel as well, we've also included in this week's episode the top 10 things to know before you go. If you are traveling on the spirit of Tasmania, which if you're going with a rig or a vehicle of any kind is mm-hmm. 95% is ha- of people, that's how you're going to get there. Yeah, for sure. Very relevant. It's great info. And we've also got that listed up on our website as well. So you can check it out there too. Okay, that's it. Now, next week, the journey back to Queensland, our home state begins over 2,900 kilometres, 450 of them on the spirit of Tassie, mm-hmm. two and a half thousand kilometres zigzagging our way. It's certainly our normal thing, isn't it? We we don't just go. Why go, go in a straight line a straight when line. you can zigzag? Oh my gosh. But uh, look, over that week, because we have a, a date uh, with a special event in Toowoomba, so we, we pretty well hightail it, but it's exciting. Lots of great info for you next week as well. Yeah, so good. Okay, now before we wrap up this podcast, we are going to quickly touch on the Australian Tourism Awards oh, in yes. our newsroom. There are so many amazing tourism visitor experiences, accommodation providers around this country, how they choose the winners is beyond me. But we did want to give a shout out to some of our favourites and Mm. some of the Tassie ones that we can absolutely vouch for that made the winners list this year. I was so excited to read that the Wonders of Wynyard exhibition and the Visitor Information Centre up there on the north of Tasmania, took out the gold for the Visitor Information Services category. Well done. Brilliant. You and Jasper loved this experience. It was so fantastic. Uh, It was Francis Ransley, I believe, the largest privately owned collection of model Fords in the world. He has one of only two Model A Fords. The other one's at the Ford Museum. I mean, it's remarkable, incredible that he makes this available for visitors. Yeah, look, you've heard us talk about the visitor information centres and to stop in where you can. This is definitely one worth stopping in. Now, we also mentioned Pennycott Wilderness Journeys. Don't just take our word for it. Take the Australian Tourism Awards for it. They took out the gold for the major tour and transport operators, and that is no surprise. They are amazing and do amazing work. What else have we got? We have got... Gordon River Cruises. Gold. Taking out the gold for the tour and transport operators. Again, you heard us talk about how incredible that experience is. Don't just take our word for it. Maybe we should be judges here. Okay, for tourism, restaurants and catering services, Muir's of Tasmania, down there in Hobart City, out on the water, the famous seafood restaurant. We love it there. We just covered this in last week's episode, we didn't did. we? Maybe they've been watching our episodes still. <laughs> Australian Tourism Awards. Thanks for being part of our audience. <laughs> it is so good. And now just quickly before we finish up in our newsroom, taking out the Caravan and Holiday Parks Gold, Silver and Bronze Awards. The gold was awarded to the Ingenia Holidays Southwest Rocks Park down there in New South Wales. Such a beautiful area, Southwest Rocks. Incredible. They have an awesome slide there as well. Yes, they do. Mm -hmm. Okay, the silver 
went to Julia Creek Caravan Park. I am so excited to go and stay at Julia yeah. Creek and soak away my worries in one of their amazing outdoor artesian baths. Can't wait to get back into that beautiful hot water. Wow. And the Kimberley Land Waterfront Holiday Park up there in Kununurra in Western Australia took out the Bronze Award. We loved our stay there. That was great, wasn't it? Fantastic. Really fantastic. Well done to everyone. Great to see tourism on the rebound after an incredibly tough couple of Mm -hmm. years. And we're so excited to be a part of that too. Absolutely. All right. I think that's us. Don't forget our takeaway, Del. Takeaway this week. You'll never see it all. No, that is so true. And really, that's not to make you sad about it. That's to make you realise that no matter where you go, just take your time, enjoy as much as you can, and then write your list. For your next holiday, plan your next holiday as soon as you get home from your last one. And if you are tripping around this country indefinitely like we are, we've really learned that you can't fit it all in and you won't see it all. And look, we met people who are still still completing their very first lap around Australia 22 years after hitting the road. So they are living proof you can't see it all. Love it. Okay. Well, we will say goodbye for now. We do hope that you and your family are safe and well for now. Look after yourself. Look after your family. And happy trails. Feel the journey, feel the-